salt. It can put a whammy on ghosts and evil spirits. If you ever need some last minute protection, pour a protective circle and get inside. You're listening to Ghostly Activities. I'm your guide, Jacob Rice, and today we'll cover salt and how it can protect you from ghosts and evil spirits. People have used salt for protection against ghosts and spirits for a long time, like before the Bible, Quran, and Torah were even written. And its powers even cross religious spectrums. Hindus, Buddhists, Wiccans, both ancient and modern, and other pagans use salt in their religious practices today. As for ghost hunters, like me, we use it when all hell breaks loose on an investigation, and you can treat it kind of like a panic room for the paranormal. tell you a little bit more about that later on. So what makes salt so special? Well, the real reason is probably lost to history, but we've got some clues from different religious texts and cultural practices. And Nathan Brown, who wrote the book on supernatural mythology, states that the Celts use it to ward off bad luck. Ancient Hebrews would throw it over their shoulders to ward off bad luck. Okay, note, there's some conflicting reports on that. Jesus referenced the power of salt during the Sermon on the Mount. Mohammed referenced salt as one of the four blessings in the Hadith texts. I might have mispronounced that, I'm sorry. Hindus mix salt with water to purify new homes and from evil spirits. In Japan, this is going to sound pretty familiar, dear listener. A common Shinto practice uses salt as a way to bar evil spirits from a room, as well as salting the wrestling ring for sumo matches to drive away bad spirits. And then in some Wiccan traditions, they use salt to purify an altar or ceremonial space before they begin their religious practice. So I think it's safe to say that salt is a powerful element from our physical world, and it can expunge entities that don't belong on this plane. So how do you use salt for protection against ghosts and evil spirits? Well, there's a few ways to do that. Some of them, like as part of holy water, are covered in some of my earlier podcasts, so I'll put links to those in the show notes. But first, let's talk about what type of salt to use. And really, there's no hard and fast rule. From my research into the subject, usually kosher salt is the best one to use. And then regular salt, like Morton's and Diamond Crystal, that you put on the table, and sea salt. Now, I've been asked about rock salt and Himalayan salt, and I couldn't find any special benefit to using these. And plus, if you've got a Himalayan lamp, because everyone has those Himalayan salt lamps, you know, that's the pinkish color. I mean, you gotta spread the salt, people. So if you wanna get the sledgehammer and break up your lamp, uh, your light, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying it might be easier to buy a pound of salt instead. Uh, but once you get to your haunted place, you can take some of the salt into the site and I tend to leave it, you know, in the car unless something's really going down. For one thing, if you poured out the salt and you're trying to attract a spirit, you might block them. So that's something to think about. But if a ghost or spirit attacks you, and I'm talking like para poltergeist activity here, you want to create a safe space. So that means you'll either bar the ghost from entering the room or you have to make the circle. So to bar a ghost from entering a room, just get a half inch wide line of salt and put it in these places. So the floor under the door, you know how they've got that little strip and stuff? Uh, 
poured along that window sills, put it by fireplaces, put it around any vents you might find. With modern HVAC, there's a lot of, you know, vents in the flooring. You want to make a circle around that as well. I'm just saying, if it looks like there's an entryway into a room, figure the spirit's going to get through. So, the salt line that you pour should go along the entire length of windows, doors, the fireplaces. Uh, you may even, when it comes to the vents, you might even want to sprinkle a little bit down it. I know, people could be like, where are you dumping down my vents? I'm just talking, this is protective. Now, if the spirit is in the room with you, <laughs> you don't want to use salt. And that's because you'll lock the ghost in the room with you, and it's probably going to get pissed. You can pour the salt behind you to lock the ghost in another room. So, you know, go into, you know, flee. <laughs> go into another room and pour that line of salt right behind you. And in that case, it should give you enough time to exit the building and go somewhere safer than that. Now, the next part of it is to pour a protective circle around you. So if you can't leave, you know, just pour around you. Nothing special about it. I usually say an inch wide circle around you and or your team. So you got to plan ahead here, people. If you're going to do something like that, that's that's a lot of salt you're pouring. So think if the haunt has a history of physical attacks on investigators or the residents, maybe you bring two pounds. I'm just saying. <laughs> One of the other things you can do, so again, you've poured this inch wide circle around you. You can bring some white candles. Uh, and white candles also have protective powers to it. Now, I'm, not, I'm talking a real candle here, people, and a lot of folks have those little battery-powered flickering. No, real candle, real wax, real flame. <laughs> and when you pour the circle, you want to put a candle in... Well, there's a couple of things before I get ahead of myself. You can hold a white candle while you're in the circle, and that should work. The other things you can do is put a candle in the northeast, west, and south corners of the circle. I would still say hold... Uh, a lit white candle as well and that should help essentially ward now salt can impact a lot of other supernatural beings out there but it, it doesn't work on everything so first off for fairies this, you want to do silver and iron instead you could put a pair of scissors are notorious for keeping fairies at bay Werewolves, you know, have the thing with silver. However, if you've got a werewolf or dogman coming <laughs> at you, you got to jab it with the silver. That may not be a survivable experience. For vampires, uh, you've heard the thing about flinging salt grains. The vampire has to stop and count it. Don't count on it. In most cases, there's different herbs for protection you can use. Now, if it's a psychic vampire, it's a bit different. I would recommend a series of crystals or stones like onyx and tiger's eye, obsidian, magnetite, to stop vamp psychic vampires. For demons, oh boy, this, this opens things up. I've got an article on using red oil against demons. That's probably going to be more effective in holy water than just salt on its own. And in the case of a residual haunting, which is like an echo from a past, the imprint on the building that you might be in that just replays. 
Salt's not going to work on that whatsoever. But you don't have anything to worry about from a residential haunting. Just a little creepy. It's not going to hurt you. Now, I've had to use salt a couple of times. <laughs> and it was because things were going crazy in a private residence. This happened on the south side of Chicago, Bridgeport neighborhood, probably back in 2011, if I remember correctly. This was the kind of thing where things were moving, doors were opening and closing. It was scary stuff. Uh, and what I had to do with my ghost hunting partner, Celine, was to pour the protective circle and then start doing some cleansing. This would be things like sage, uh, using the white candles to help purify and clear things out until it calmed down. And then we leave we left the circle. Uh, it, it took a little while for things to calm down, don't get me wrong. It's when you start these cleansing techniques, it's, it's not immediate. And, you know, once that was done, got real pros, because we just did a quick fix with the, the sage type thing just to, to nullify the negative energy that might have been going on. And then we called in the big guns to do a cleansing of the house, because... We're not really spiritual practitioners in that regard. That's not something we normally do. But, you know, salt circles can work. Give it a try. Now, one of the other things you could do that kind of mellows things out is if you get a bowl and pour salt in it as well, put it on a table, the middle of the room, maybe your bedside table, it has a tendency to suck up the negative energy. And you just got to remember, you got to replace the salt, say, every three to five days, a week at the latest. Um, and they'll do a great deal in helping to nullify anything negative that could be there. I can't claim that just putting out the salt in a bowl is going to drive away a spirit. But it may stop, especially a negative or violent one from continuing its activity. So that's what I've got for you guys today on uh, for salt and protecting your home. Again, nothing too crazy. It's pretty straightforward. Get some kosher sea salt, some table salt, you know, Morton's. Pour some lines around entrances to rooms, to your house. Do the protective circle when you need to. If you've got a white candle to light as well, that'll plus it up. And that should help you out next time you're in a quick fix or a pinch or bind <laughs> uh, to help protect yourselves from these negative entities. Okay, folks, that's been this episode of Ghostly Activities. Again, I'll have some links in the show notes for you. Uh, take care. Until next time. <laughs>